0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of I'll Give That 10 Minutes with me, DVA. Now this episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favourite TV shows of all time, the mighty, the iconic Phoenix Nights, A show set about the comings and goings of a Bolton nightclub, set in clubland back in the uh, 80s and 90s when we all used to go to our local league and our local club and have dodgy ale, dance around on sticky floors and just, you know, generally just enjoy life and because it's such an iconic show i thought to get someone and who's a fan it goes without saying this person that's coming on is a very popular guest to the point where i think it, it's worth mentioning that it's her first time going solo on on the show but let's get it in welcome back becky hello how are you Hiya. you right. you right. <laughs>
1: here are you
0: yeah, yeah, this has been a, a, an eagerly awaited episode. I've been dying to talk about Phoenix Knights for ages. <laughs> and uh, I know you're a passionate fan of it because... Um, I love it. it. I mean, it helps that, and I don't know if this is coming across the right way, but it helps that you're a northern lass, so you can appreciate the comedy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was... Uh, my grandma used to clean in clubs very much, <laughs> like the Phoenix Club when I was a kid, and she used to take me along. So, yeah, growing up in club land.
0: the show itself to me is an iconic show i i grew up watching it a lot and i'm a massive fan of it all based as a spin-off from the peter k thing episode in in the club i think it was called which was a a little 30-minute mockumentary about a club. I don't think in this one, in the show, sorry, it was a, um, it was actually called The Phoenix. I think it was called something else. And then they based The Phoenix Night Show on the popularity of that episodes and, and various characters that came into it. I mean, where would you start with such a show? Peter K himself, an obvious comedy genius, and the cast in there was just fantastic. The choices of actors they used and the characters they played are still funny now. You know, 20-odd years later, you're still watching it and you're still laughing. If you had to pick one, who's your, like go-to character in phoenix Nights if you could narrow it down to one i know there's so many to pick from but who would you say is your funniest character
1: i really like spencer oh my god
0: spencer <laughs> you see with spencer he's only in it briefly but it's yeah. enough it's but... when
1: he when he goes for the uh, the interview and he, <laughs> <laughs> and he says oh he says oh uh this is what one of my teachers has written um, Spencer will end up be- working behind a bar. He says, No, you've scrubbed it out. It says Spencer will end up behind bars. Oh.
0: Does it? Does it say that? It? Yeah. He's
1: yeah. <laughs> like, May
0: I suggest that you take that sign saying situation vacant and replace it with situation filled? You found your man. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> when he does, when the, um, when Dan Perry gets the stars and the ice things cancelled and he does Elton John, it's in them big boots.
0: I'll have to stop you there. He's actually just Gary Glitter. Oh, is it
1: Gary Glitter? I was I was going to say
0: he dresses up <laughs> as one of those guys off the list. Oh, the
1: unspeakables!
0: Please, please, that's what they should call it. That's a great idea for a show, the unspeakables. Just don't, just don't take Noel. Please leave Noel off the list. Don't, don't ruin my childhood. Come on, leave Noel alone. I know, I know. But Spencer, my God, I think it was episodes. It was episode one when he first came on, and he was he was doing the um, DJing. Comes in with a massive <laughs> box full of CDs, and Jerry's like, Are You having a sale, son? I've got a CD player. And he's like, Well, I've got is two records, but the, the walking in the air song from The Snowman and Paul Hardcastle's 19, 19.
1: with a bunch of old
0: biddies. It's like, They're not going to listen to me. i just sat
1: there, like, What? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he's singing over it with that bit when The Walking in the Air main lyric comes on. And he's there, get off, get off, you're rubbish, <laughs> you're rubbish. Spencer's a genius. And of course, we forget about when he was portraying Daniel-san in Karate Kid, the musical. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so good. <laughs> Les was playing Mr Miyagi with an out of yeah. turn football on his head to make a bald head. And he's like, what was it he's saying? Something like, focus on the bonsai tree, focus on its strength. Excuse me, love, can you turn your phone off? And it just it ruins the magic of the of the musical because he's te- he's heckling people in the crowd.
1: I absolutely love Spencer, and one of one of the blokes that my Ash works with has got Ash saved in his phone as Spencer. Oh with a what! On it.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's genius!
1: Come buses don't go all the way to where Ash lives, do they? So it's very much a Spencer. <laughs>
0: Spencer's a legend he's got those big thick yeah. glasses and the crazy hair and he just looks a bit special shall we say was it a nativity or something he was talking about and he said I once gave them a lovely uh, room with a view in the stable and a, and a view of Galilee with an ensuite." yeah it was it was
1: ensuite and a view, of, a, a view yeah. a <laughs> of Galilee
0: I think he offered them a full English as well actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't get that in Bethlehem do you have full English oh my god a lovely view of Galilee was an
1: innkeeper
0: exactly <laughs> I actually I can relate because I, when I was a, a kid, I I played jo- uh, Joseph in the Nativity with the stick the stick on beard and the uh, the towels. And- oh, there's
1: not like racism, <laughs> is this? <laughs>
0: no, no, nothing like it. Don't think Fred agrees though. <laughs> Fred's a bit racist himself, to be honest. Fred, Fred, listen, we don't have any doggy listens on the show today, Fred. So if you can just pipe down, that'd be grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just sat on the end of the bed, finding something
1: to be angry about.
0: Oh, bless him. From the kickoff. Those of you who haven't seen Phoenix Nights, as I said, it's it's all based around a traditional like working men's club where you'd go most evenings, most weekends, and just drink dodgy beer and dance on sticky floors and so on. But I loved episode one, the kickoff. Literally, you've got Yaz playing on the intro when he's listening to Charlie FM on the way to the club, and the fir- one of the first images you see while while Brian Potter, the club secretary, is riding to the club on his mobility scooter, he goes past that wall and there's that guy. Scrubbing the graffiti off the wall and it's it said Roger Halliwell shagged my wife. It's like <laughs> it's, it's, Of course you're gonna scrub it off because if it's slating in your wife, you gotta get in there quick and scrub her off. But it, <laughs> I, I seen some graffiti earlier on coming home and it's it's a very similar sort of thing. It was something like somebody's name. She's a What I did like as he's approaching the club e rings, Kenny Senior, one of the two Kenny's who was setting up the roof about putting lights on and he's um, saying I'm on the way there gets to he's literally approaching the club and in, in his mobility scooter and they're on the roof and rather than having to show his character having to get out of a mobility scooter into his wheelchair rather than show that he just said no no look up there look at the back of the lights Skip right at the end and suddenly the camera pans back on his in the other chair you know they, they just, just cheated <laughs> I love is,
1: uh, is, is it Kenny Dalglish? Do you, yeah.
0: Kent Dalglish. Oh God, yeah, he calls.
1: When he, when when they have to go to court in the end, at the is it the start of the second series yes. when they have to go to court, and he, he's got all the medals on, and he's wearing them on wrong side. <laughs>
0: All, all in his big thick woolly jumper and he's <laughs> when he puts his hand on the Bible says, so he like, you just promised to say the truth, the whole truth, and he's he goes, Oh yes and he just points to his nose and winks at Brian like he's clearly gonna lie.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Ken- Kenny Senior is just he's just a blatant liar, like he's on the phone to Jackie Chan talking about wood chip and he's trying to arrange a Nick Nolte movie with Roy Walker. Which again <laughs> Just going on the intro again when they were introducing the club, they say it's, um, it's TV's own Roy. It's the way I tell him, Walker. And it's the way I tell him, it wasn't his catchphrase? That was the whole point. He never said it's the way I tell him, that was Frank Carson. I love it. <laughs> it's all these little random things he's throw in. It, it, it keeps you it, it going back. Uh, Kenny, who doesn't believe that Roy
1: Walker's Irish as well.
0: No, yeah, because he said, um, I think he said like that, that Gerry um, Adams, he, he does a good Irish accent. He's Irish as well, you know. Is he? Oh, fair play to him. But yeah, it's it's a real accent. It's a real accent. I love when he's going into the club, Brian, and they've got the builders still setting the club up, but they've gone off on the break and they come back with road cones, road traffic cones. Like, why are they using them for supplies? Why are they going to get traffic cones to fix the club up? I don't get it. How generic is that for a builder? I've just gone to get supplies and they come up with traffic cones. Where are they putting these things? And we know later on in the episode when there's a power cut and they've got all these traffic cones out and then the, the flashing lights at the road that are at the roadside <laughs> and the lady behind the bar is like, oh, it's like being at war, isn't it? It's like, no. <laughs> we didn't have traffic cones back in the war that, I, that I've that i heard of anyway. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Just the whole setup, The characters are amazing. I love the introduction of Dave Spikey as Jerry the Saint Sinclair and the first scene he's in, he's on the crapperies and a book about colonic irrigation and keeping your bum <laughs> sorted. <laughs> Endorsed by TV's own Bob Carroll G's and spit the dog. It's like, what?
1: Is he's, he's such an hypochondriac, Jerry. Yes. Like, if Jerry was a real-life person, he would 100% be my grandma. There's <laughs> like, always something wrong with him. And really? if he's not something wrong with him, he's got to go and get a double check just to make sure he's defo, not something wrong, because you really wants something wrong with him. <laughs>
0: Again, while they're setting up, they, when they're ordering and all the supplies in, and they've got that rafferty fella who just gives them dodgy gear. Like, he's put the optics too high, so he's got to use a vase to reach the optics to get a drink, <laughs> which I love. Because in a later episode, they're painting a parking space for him when they do a wheelchair man with the vase in his hands. Like, get it yeah. off. Get it off now. Get it off. After,
1: after the club's burnt down and he's back again, though, he's still got the vase, but it's all charcoal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because of the fire. Oh, my God. The bringing in of the dash boot machine, the German war Nazi bandit. <laughs> because he ordered the Matrix, but he got dash boot. And right when there's everybody dead in, in the club, from a, from a war veteran, the captain, who, who kicks oh, what the What was he
1: called, the
0: captain? The captain. That's all I ever knew him was the captain. And he there's a big, it's Ray on the, uh, the gypsy uh, DJ, and he puts a smoke machine in and the, the captain gets written off. Because so, he got
2: asthma. Because <laughs> he have got asthma, yeah.
0: Because he said, um, oh, in here, it's, uh, it's murder. Put him in the other room. It's it's uh, natural causes in the other room. Put him in the other room. Put him in the benign Suite. It's natural causes. But they do the funeral and the coffin. They've got the buffet laid out on top of the coffin and they're all putting the paint on his coffin. It's like purely disrespectful. And they're all stood there. And the fella comes up to do the speech. He says, oh, you know, we, we're on the beach. And they take one of his eyes out, just as Brian's putting a Scotch egg in his mouth. And he's like... <laughs> Like, you know, thanks for that. Thanks for that. <laughs> Scott Egg, yeah, And they're all, like, auctioning the captain's stuff off. Like, will we get money on the air if we throw the ashes away? And What about the dog? He said, oh, don't be listening to this, Freddie. Oh, let's put the dog down. We don't want him. Get rid of him. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's nuts. But it, what I did like at that scene when they're doing the funeral, is that's when the dash boot machine kicks off. Like, dive, dive, schnell, schnell. It's like,
2: turn it off. Turn it off dog. <laughs> get it off.
0: It's paying out in Deutsche Marks. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, still setting the club up. No one's turned up yet, and they're still building it. And the backing group Les Alanos, which is Les and Alan, let's face it, needs to sound <laughs> more Spanish. And of course, Alan is not available because he's up in Stranraer in Scotland. Stranraer
2: in Scotland today. Stranraer, Oh, me angina.
0: I love it though. Let's just make it an exciting name. Les and Alan just call it Les Alanos, and they are brilliant. They are brilliant as a band. They clearly don't play the instruments, but they make it sound like <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah. <laughs> That's of the in since
1: <laughs> 70s, isn't
0: it? I loved um, when you see the introduction of the club's bouncers, Max and Paddy, um, play, played again by Peter Kay and, and Paddy McGuinness. Their initial scene walking in, they're clearly just discussing a fight. And Max is saying to Paddy,
2: We jumped on my bike. I slipped my jacket off. He went down. I went in with my boot. Quick scissor-kicks at Temple. Good night, my friend.
0: Paddy comes in. He goes, see, that's why I don't like to go to parents' evenings.
2: I'm like, Jesus,
0: what are you doing at a
1: parents' evening? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is, I don't that know. Not, is that not how they go?
0: No, nobody. you're listening to a teacher whines and about how his kids are doing, but he's doing scissor-kicks and throwing people down and stuff. It's like one hell of an event. <laughs> one hell of an event.
1: I think it's dead funny that they had to call Paddy's character Paddy because he did originally have another name, and he could not remember
0: it. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he he obviously Paddy McGuinness, but his character had another name. But he just kept like whenever they were talking in the scene, he weren't cottoning on that they were actually talking to him. So in the end, we went right. We'll just call him Paddy.
0: Oh my god, that's brilliant! <laughs> I, oh. I love
1: it when Max is Max is up on the ladder.
0: And he's checking and his he's hair.
1: And he's looking down at Paddy, baldy, <laughs> baldy <laughs> bouncer. I know he says <laughs> he throws him through
0: fruit window. He does, and he goes running around as he falls through the window. As he is he all right? Is that a breath like that? Oh. <laughs> it's it's the whole thing of it. It starts like going down the episodes because you see Paddy getting paranoid about his hair. Like I know you, you, When he gets that
1: spray stuff.
0: He orders spray me. Yeah. <laughs> Off um, the armchair superstore ass. He orders the, the fake QVC and he orders ah. the, the spray mane, and it's a kind of massive like Elvis Buffon hairdo or something. But I love that. And he's looking down and he says, "Your hair? Are you going bald?" Here? He goes, "No, no, my hair's very fine. It's thin." He goes, "Thin? Look like an anorexic."
2: Baldy, baldy bouncer.
0: That's what caused it. I for ages after watching that, I was I was just shouting "baldy bouncer" for no reason. There was no. Oh, one I did all the time. Baldy, he sat on the
1: sofa and I walked behind him. Baldy, Baldy Bouncer.
0: <laughs> He's not trying to throw you through a window, as a shout "Leave it!"
1: Oh, he couldn't throw me
0: through a window if he tried. <laughs> oh catch a cold. Man. I loved when they had um, there was a guy like a club rep come around showing them all the flies for the club, and it's got Brian Potter in in his wheelchair as a little pop up in this book on fire, like flames coming <laughs> out of his wheels. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Get it off now. Get it off now. It's not my club, son. That's not my club. It's Brain Potter. Man, name's Brian. Is it Brain Potter? Brain Potter on the back. <laughs> just before it he gives Max and Paddy some headsets to test out and they're like sets. Yeah, and then one of it he
1: gets on the bus and goes to it. <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: I loved how um before they would even commit to using them. You see, uh, young Kenny walk past Brian with the uh, headsets and throws the back of him. He goes, "Take
2: him out your ass!" <laughs> it's like, what? what?
0: <laughs> but yeah, the testing of the headsets It's like the deer these, you know. The deer. we're gonna go further than that. He's like, "Can you hear me now?" He goes, "I can see you. I'm looking right at you. Of course, I can hear you." But yeah, he goes to chippy like you said. <laughs> He's just great.
1: just
0: went, just went <laughs> past us. up. I'm one of us. I'm one of us. Away! I bloody love it. But like you say, he goes, to, he goes to the chip shop and he's like, uh, he's clearly miles away from the club and these headsets are that good. You he can hear him. He's like, Paddy, do you want tomato sauce on your on your chips, cock? And he goes, yeah, yeah, plenty of tomato sauce. Says to the guy the chippy, oh yeah, I'll have tomato sauce, please. And the chip guy's just wrapping them up, forgetting the sauce. And he's just putting at the bottle. Like, there's the bottle, chips. No sauce, just walks off. If you want me sauce, you're going to order sauce on your chip. You expect to get them. Meanwhile, it's all kicking he gets off. He
1: back and just drops
0: them off <laughs> yeah. He's brought them, and he's dropped them. Where's the tomato sauce? He's like, you are got to yeah. eat them off the floor. Max has got to run back from the chippy, missing the bus and legging it back the club, <laughs> while it's all kicking off.
3: She's a perfect 10, but she wears a 12. Baby, keep a little too for me, cos we love her sizes out of her body especially tonight time takes a toll but now on the eyes promise me
0: this take me tonight they got Ray Vaughan involved obviously the, the DJ to fix the power by wiring up to the lamppost um, <laughs> and when, they, when he finds out that he works well not he works that, he, that he's not a real electrician but he says oh for god's sake that he's going to be tarmac in the drive soon and selling us pegs like that's all they do <laughs> that's all they do tarmac your drivers offer you to buy you some pegs Hello.
1: I used to I used to proper fancy Ravon when I was younger. No. Like when I first watched it, I was like, Ooh, Ravon. And now I look at him and I'm like
0: Oh, oh my god, you're one of the guys. One of the guys, one of the girls we fancied. Him. Was it the bum bag, Was it was it the bum bag and the mullet? I think
1: what's... it was it was the long gas <laughs> <laughs> With the eye lights in. Do
0: you know, I think it's the fact that every time he talked he threw a shabba in there. I mean he doesn't love a shabba. Yeah.
1: <laughs> shabba.
0: I loved it. I think it was on season two. He was he was manning the the little ladybird fairground ride that is for like three year olds, and he's he's like, "Can you sit down?" You know, you might injure yourself. <laughs> sort of like, at this pocket and throws a shabber Arms in there. Arms
1: legs must be kept <laughs> inside the
0: vehicle, or you may die. <laughs> shabber. Well, <laughs> <Then you go. laughs> the first night I ever met my other half um, was on a night out in Manchester,
1: and he told me <laughs> that you were the waltzes. <laughs> <laughs> and I believed him. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, do your best fairground voice. Me <laughs> and him <he> was... <laughs> spent all night just walking around this club going, arms and legs must be kept inside the vehicle. Show up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've got to know, Shabba, I've done when you've got and to. And that's
1: the story of how I met my boyfriend. <laughs>
0: What a lovely story!
1: Giving <laughs> a rave on impression in a that
0: nightclub. <laughs> that's genius! I love that! I love that! It's so good. Rave is a legend. Neil Fitz Morris, a... yeah, a very clever guy. He he hosts all the shows that happen inside the club, including an episode of Robot Wars. And of course,
1: <laughs> just about to mention that <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're going to win the prize of twenty three pounds. So <laughs> <what>? <laughs> wow here is team what was it team um, Team ass cooker and it's Max <laughs> and Paddy and it, 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 it playing against kids it's like come it's on it's that kid it, kid who's
1: made a robot out of the celebration yeah. <laughs> and there's got an
0: axe on the they bring Brian Potter in to do like a intro and he says he's chatting to one of the kids and he goes "This is your robot he goes actually it's an automaton and he goes you ever kissed a girl <laughs> Because ah, you wouldn't as a nerd, would you? You just wouldn't. I wanted to just briefly touch on one of my favourite bits is when they hold the uh, the Wild West Night because the <laughs> Rafferty makes them take a uh, bucking bronco off them because he's going to take the snooker table away to get fixed because it's wonky. As a side note, he's got to get a telly sorted as well because those two yobos walked in and overlords and just took the telly off the wall oh, and nobody yeah. stopped him.
1: <laughs> I thought they were to replace. <laughs>
0: They're wearing overalls. I, I well, even give them the remote. <laughs> I know. It was Kenny. He said, whoa, whoa. Not gets past these and he gives them the remote. <laughs> I love it. But had yeah, to do Wild well West Night and it's the, it's Yorkshire versus Lancashire. It's with, it causes a big divide in the club. So you can't you can't have the counties mixing, oh, it's gonna cause murder. Ravon comes on and he's doing like it's Ravon, y'all. And he just plays steps the whole time. <laughs> I don't get it. Like he had a a phone receiver as like his mixing headphones, like he had a little dodgy eighties phone on his shoulder to the mixed steps. That's with the what scratching. the
1: that's what school DJs used to have, I remember.
0: Is that what he did, yeah? Yeah,
1: when I was at when I were when I were last. <laughs> when I was at school, the Pervy DJs, which I now think about it, they shouldn't have been allowed to come back to schools. Because he used <laughs> honestly they, they shouldn't have been allowed to come anywhere near kids because he used to make all girls sit on his knee. Oh. Only just realised right now I was sexually abused as a child.
0: Wow. I feel like you might want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: Do you want to talk about it? Show me on the door where you touched it. <laughs> Oh, God.
0: <laughs> We've taken one of those lovely tangents that we like to go down, folks. Incidentally, anyway, yeah, if, if the you've DJs been um... I was going to say, if, if you've been um, affected by some of the subject matter spoken about in this podcast, then please, don't bother telling us about it. Not be shit. <laughs> so yeah, a nice little reference. I, I've never actually seen a DJ using a, a phone receive, but you know, you've you've clearly educated yeah. me there. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they get in the horse, Trigger, Wild Bill, who's the campus cowboy ever. He's like, hello, I'm Wild Bill. <laughs> like, what?
1: Saraploes
0: from and Steve. Is he? And this is Trigger clearly clearly just likes to drink because he gets left in the bar and drinks all the beer, then he gets drunk. Yeah. As a bit as a big crap on the floor. And as as Jerry's kind of moved to the next part of the show, he's like he leaves the mic on without realising. Just let me just let me clear this shit up. <laughs> You're not supposed to leave the mic on, Jerry. Turn it off, turn it off. But I love you you cut to um Max and Paddy outside with cowboy hats on, and they're talking about uh actors that to start bald because of Paddy <laughs> going bald, and he's, <laughs> and he's like, you know, they're not your Bruce Willis, you <laughs> know. And then they get to like Sean Connery, it's like, you know, he's bald. He does lots, of, lots of good. Earth. Is she the wig he had in the Rock? That wig he had on? Ooh, so crack it, crack it do that, you know. And they start rolling out to the film, like you know, the Bond ones. And he goes, he gets to um, the Avengers movie. He goes, hang on. Didn't have a wig on that, did he? He goes, oh, no, no. But it, but it tanked, didn't it?
2: No wig, no it. Shit. The
0: whole the whole career of Sean Connery ruled by the fact that he just wore a wig. I love it. They have a shootout, don't they? A Wild West shootout. And like Ray Vons just calling it completely wrong. But what I did buzz off is that they had a fella on it who was the spitting image of Sid James. And I think he might have been called something like Cisco Sid or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and he was, he was literally the spitting image of Sid James. It was just like a good nod to carry on. Another amazing <laughs> British uh, comedy kind of tradition. They have a big bar fight as well. And, you know, Max and Paddy are like, they've got guns, they've got guns, they're not going in. They're little, cat- <laughs> the little cat guns that just pop. Oh, it was just brilliant. One Didn't... of my favourite Max and
1: Paddy fights <laughs> is with
0: the dwarves. Oh, my God. We're both yeah, on the bar. Yes, take
1: this. Who
0: are you calling Tattoo? <laughs> what? How far away are they? I love that. Get on your bus. You're not coming in. So just barged way past them. And you see Brian come in the background it's just rolling in his eyes. It's, it's exactly. I don't care who you are. Get back on your bus. Yeah, you're not, you're not taking that. You're not taking that, Max. But they're going to have oh, to let them in. Wh- what's the, What was the other one? Like they had that student night. And oh, went, my God, yeah. Do you take NUS?
1: And he was like, no, love, I neither should you. You know what's good for you? <laughs>
0: Well this because it was called The Funny Farm wasn't it? It's The Funny Farm. The funny, the, farm? The, the funny Farm. The Funny Farm. The fi- What? I mean some of the acts they had on there weren't funny, you know. There was just that guy that screamed and that weird comedian with the guitar that just swore and that was like alternative comedy but I've seen alternative comedy, It's not just a guy screaming. I mean, there's there's an element of jokes in there somewhere. You know that makes me laugh. That's that's what I would perceive as comedy.
1: I think my favourite parts of the whole show, though, is at the end, at the end of every episode, and there are dishes. Yeah,
0: acts. I was just gonna say and if, yeah
1: because they're real acts, you know, they're real acts.
0: What you mean, the girl who, who spits out the ball somewhere? Um,
1: that like sticky Vicky.
0: Oh my god.
1: Sticky Vicky and then that old couple who were doing
0: the uh, oh, like the, the flamenco chapter. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
1: like they were re- they like
0: real acts. Oh, that's mad. though. And
1: the the laughs were real. Like they weren't like
0: I old loved the that. Guy.
1: They were all real.
0: Because that that one that one they say like, like Sticky Vicky, Like she gets onto her, basically onto a back and she's firing ping pong balls out of a certain area, and they just keep firing out. And it's like, where are they coming from? Should he had four? <laughs>
1: surely put four in
0: one <laughs> well, hits him in the face and you can see you going ah, 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 just wax with the face. <laughs> oh my god It is. Hey, well, that's, that's that. like real that's not that's them all sat there just trying to behave normally
1: while they've got these acts oh, on. oh my in front god of I love
0: that those acts were just ridiculous was one of the one of the guys was an, es- an escapologist in a sack and he can't get out and they go excuse me wait are these your keys on their table and he's like oh f-. and they cut out the swear words <laughs> He's <laughs> not got the keys to get out. <laughs> it's oh, it's just so good. Like it's only it's only like a twenty five minute episode, and it's just packed with crazy one liners and great characters and amazing scenes you can just relate to from being out back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> that
1: my friend is a broom almost.
0: <laughs> it's not a gun. It's not a gun. That <laughs> I kind of expected it when he shot it. So, like do a comedy where you know it splits into four on the end and it's just got one one bullet out of it and a black face. <laughs> yeah, and all and I was <laughs>
1: doing yeah. <laughs> ba- a bacon trays in the jacket. because they didn't have bulletproof
2: vests.
0: Because we all know a bacon tray is going to stop a bullet. You know. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps>
3: Oh, you God can't
0: you can't really talk about Phoenix Knights without mentioning Clinton Baptiste the amazingly wrong psychic
1: <laughs> I'm getting getting the word
0: Nonsense <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets battered. like he's he's telling all these people the wrong fortunes, you know.
1: Obviously, oh,
0: well, you need to tell
1: your wife something, don't you? He's
0: like, no. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> so you tell her now before someone gets hurt. Like, hey, mouth. So from what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the canvas. Like, with, when the big intro comes, I was like, you know, please welcome Clinton Baptiste. You all right? It's just... It it's not the right vibe I'm expected, but he just It's it, like it's... a
1: Bolton Barry Manolo, isn't it? it, is, it is. <laughs> like, looks big, like big
0: Buffon hair, big shoulder pads <laughs> When he's trying to guess the name of two of the women one of them was portrayed by uh Peter K's actual missus and he's like, What's your name? It's and she just says Sandra and he goes, Sandra, Sandra, that's it, that's it. You've been you've been poorly, haven't you? Because no. My friends have been poorly. And he just turns to him, oh you have haven't you and it's been very hard hasn't it? She goes yeah and it's terminal isn't it? She goes no and he just gets up and goes and they're all like
1: oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes hands up who can't have kids <laughs> oh that's it now oh my god he's just terrible he's just terrible what a legend <laughs> <laughs> how long was that fifteen minutes they only
1: usually last five. <laughs>
0: Can I get paid now? And he just goes, you read minds? Can you read minds? And he goes, you can walk. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Go on, get out. <laughs> you're not in a wheelchair for nothing, son.
3: If you're feeling rather hungry, hey, there's a product you remember. Eat it hot or cold on Sunday, or you can put it in a blender. beef. With chips or with salad, it's corn beef. Even Buckingham Palace eats corn beef. Hey, why don't you try corn beef hash?
0: On that same episode, though, it's the one where they they go to see the fire safety tour by Keith Lard. They... Oh,
1: Keith Lard is
0: shacks dogs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The dog fancier Keith Lard. <laughs>
1: He draws a fire, the fire escapes on the building
0: where he basically draws a dog. Is he drawing a dog? He is. The man's obsessed. But he's he's trying to get his points across with some kind of, I think he's got like a clipboard or something, trying to get everyone's attention. Some guy walks past with a tray full of drinks and he fires off an air horn. The guy just drops his drinks everywhere. And he goes, you prick. He goes, laugh or burn. (laughs) It's like, pick one. I love the, yeah. in, the intro before he even came on, Keith Lord. they obviously at the rival. club, the Banana Grove, who's run by the, the evil, maniacal Den Perry. The first thing you see before Keith Lord even comes on, bear in mind, everyone knows that he's a dog fancier. And the first thing he, that Den Perry says, and this is about an axe before he comes on, he says,
3: She has got a cock, so you have been warned.
0: <laughs> it's like, what? What's coming out onto the stage? I don't know. I don't know. But then he's like, yeah, it's got, he's his bark's worse than his bike, this lad. Just heckling him over a dog. And he comes out with that doll that he's going to set on fire. He's like, this is, I don't know, let's call her Val. This is Val. And some fella goes, bit of a dog. He's just getting it from everywhere. Everyone knows <laughs> that he likes dogs. Oh, my God. I love it. I just
1: love, like, the... Just little snippets of stuff like there's that episode where Brian is he's got that girlfriend who ends up turning uh, out and she's for she's for whatever. Yeah. But he's in, he's in toilets with Jerry yeah. and Jerry's telling him something, and then the android goes end <laughs> he goes, "You don't hear nothing." And I said, "Covered in piss."
0: <laughs> what he told him? We don't know. What nice?
1: was he saying? What was he saying?
0: I bet it was why a... are they
1: covered in piss?
0: Because he's showing, like, describing the sound, like he's, pull, he's stretching something, and then he's like...
1: Doo, 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 doo. Like,
0: what was he doing? What
1: was he doing? Just covered
0: in bits. I love that. Because it's the girl, I think she works like, the DSS or something. So she's yeah, chatting. I was going
1: to say it's the DSS, but I didn't
0: know whether that were right. Because uh, <laughs> she's making sure he's not claiming disability, because he's wheelchair bound and just blagging it. Yeah. So she ends up going on a date with him, like, like he mentions. But I love the fact that there's an outtake scene where he's in the restaurant with her. The waiter comes over with a bucket full of roses and says, flowers for the lady. And he says, he says a cough. But it took <laughs> about 30 takes before he could stop laughing before he could do it. Because
2: he's like, I'm so sorry, I can't swear to him.
0: You know? <laughs> the when Oh does karaoke, you
1: are the wind oh, God, yeah. my wheels.
0: oh And she's got tears down her face and everything. <laughs> yeah. oh, when man. He's got When he's
1: got her on the... She's
0: holding his hand and he's like left and he's going, "Oh, the things I'm gonna do to you! The things I'm gonna do to you when we get up here!" And he's like, <laughs> "Just you wait." <laughs> oh, I love that. Just again, just touching very quickly on 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 Clinton going back, just when he's trying to get a vibe for the audience, and he just goes, "Is is there a John in the audience?" And about fifty lads go, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." It's like the most generic name you could pick. Of course, there's gonna be a John.
1: It's like being, a, being at one of my family parties and
0: asking if someone's called Michael. <laughs> Everybody. I mentioned earlier that they, they watch the Black QFC channel called Ass, the armchair, tub- armchair <laughs> superstore. Yeah. Now, I, I made a note here of some of the products that they sell. They sell <laughs> they, se- they sell Spray Mane, which is the hair product that we've said that Paddy sprays on his head to, f- to cover the gaps on the back of his head. <laughs> they sell a diver's watch. You know the one with the light, the diver's watch, and it's the worst watch you've ever seen in your life. They sell something called Tantasy. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's a tanning product of some sort. Yeah, because it
1: did the habit when you eventually
0: got sunbeds. Oh yeah. The come. <laughs> come, come, come <laughs> your ass. Put it away. <laughs> but the one that stood out was Piagra, which was the Viagra chewing gum, and it, it's like, have you got it in a, have you got it in Sea flavor? it's not for me it's not for me no <laughs> it came in it's not for me no it's it came in aniseed spearmint and littermint it's like ooh, <laughs> it doesn't even sound nice you're chewing that because <laughs> he, he, he's he's chewing on it when he's trying to cop off with holy mary's daughter mary it's like your breath stinks <laughs> she's funny holy mary she's trying to get crash the opening of the club and she's got balloons that say um. it's got ch then gap gap ch what's missing you are it spells church. Get him down for a mosque. Get him down.
1: My favourite Holy Mary moment has got to be girls'
0: night. Oh my god! I was just getting when she
1: when yeah. she has, then she has them love eggs. <laughs> <laughs> she behind bar pulling a pint and she's like, oh Jesus!
3: <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. That episode. It's the um, the, all the girls are buying like you know the like the Aunt Summers products like an and Aunt stuff.
1: It's like Summers night, isn't
0: it? <laughs> and, And Paddy's frustrated because I've seen them all in there. They're all loving it. Whips and stuff. And he's getting proper frustrated that he can't go in because it's just all these swimmer buying stuff. He's just a walking hormone, that that Paddy fella. He really is. is. He's
1: literally like a 15-year-old boy. He's like, yeah, girls.
0: (laughs) I remember when Max and Paddy do a crank call to Brian earlier in the morning. And they're (laughs) like, we found a body. We need you to come and identify. Jerry! Jerry. <laughs> oh, was it Jerry? <laughs> Who's the last one to lock up? Is he all right? Oh, Jerry! And then the laugh on the reds, he's like, who are you? I don't know who you are. Who are you? And he's like, he, he farts down the phone, doesn't he? Yeah, I pli- have then, this. And, and then, the pli- then the police actually phone and say there's someone breaking into the club and he's got to apologise. He's a couple loads of this. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, do you remember when they did singles night? In the club and all the fellas are on the pole, there's like no women in there. <laughs> yeah. And Ray Vaughn is um being the DJ playing all the slow dance songs like he get like a school disco or something. And he's saying um something like uh, speak speaking of taste, if you've got good taste, the flavoured comdown machine is fully stocked and ready for action. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Oh my god
0: <laughs> You just wouldn't expect to say it, would you? Oh.
1: Is that the is that the episode that uh What's the Face is in
0: from Corrie? They we were in Corrie. Tracy she Burns, called, yeah. Um yeah. Sally and, Lindsay. And, and
1: Yeah, and uh <laughs> Brian's like his last girlfriend was called Tracy.
0: Yeah. Tracy
1: You're, Burns.
0: Yorkshire Ripper. Ripper. You wanna get out Yorkshire Ripper? <laughs> He'll have you. Like, that's me. I'm I'm Tracy Burns. What? You are? Oh you are you are Tracy Burns. Excuse me, while I go and sack me back and ban <laughs> <laughs> You can't sack me; you'll kill you. Like, what? <laughs> I love it. This just constantly winds and brian up because he he's just a glutton for punishment. I liked um, when the lads are all trying to use chat up lines from songs or, or lyrics. I should say as chat up lines. <laughs> and um, they, someone said well, I don't know what song it's from, but um, he said hey, if a... If I told you I had a beautiful body, would you hold it up against me? I'm sure it's off a song. And Max says something like, um, I don't know who you are, but you're a real dead ringer for love. I don't know. <laughs> but then you, you see Les going around the bar in the background, trying it on with different women, and they're all trying to do one. And as he gets close to the closest woman, you, he, sits to, he sits next to her and he goes, I'm horny. Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Arnie,
2: It's off. It's never going to work. Oh, God!
0: <laughs> no one cops off. I, th- I think there's... Um, it might be Spencer, probably, or possibly even, or or maybe Alan from Les Alamos, who ends up, like, dancing with some old biddy, and there's just no one around. Just an, <laughs> an old lady dancing with a fella, and it's just the most pointless singles night ever. Just all fellas and about two old ladies. It was like... going like to... Go
1: school disco, innit? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. It's just... Oh. It just takes me back. I, I think I, I remember going to—I think one, possibly even two—school discos, and I was just a guy who sat on the bench and watched. I was just a frigid guy. I couldn't be doing that. I'd be the one that ends up dancing with a teacher because there's no one there. Oh, I loved
1: a school disco, me. So I don't know whether you know this about me. Go on. But I'm, I kind of like being the centre of
0: attention. No, <laughs> really.
1: Shock, shocking, isn't
0: it? You, you come across as such a quiet person. I never would have put that with <laughs> you.
1: No, yeah, real yeah
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah, i I, I agree, I agree. <laughs>
0: Do you remember? Well, you might not remember the episode, but there's a bit, because I made an old to this, and it's an opening line from uh, what Paddy was saying. And, and he, you're going to love this. He said, Prostitutes are rough in Amsterdam. First one I went with, maybe wash me old man in the sink. Oh,
1: man
0: in the sink! <laughs> and back you took your dad. <laughs> Imagine I've never referred to man as an old man, but maybe I'll use it from now on. That was the episode which had the robot wars in and the funny farm and all that. But it's just, <laughs> oh my god, it's just filthy. Jerry gets his um, gets his bum checked. Gets his a uh, gets a camera up his rectum. <laughs> and he gets that.
1: Oh, what's it called now? Is it uh, not a That's no. That's a bag. I don't know what it's called when they shove
0: the camera up your bum. I was thinking colostomy, but that's what they put mm. on the side of you. Because he's been, <laughs> since like episode one, he was like constantly aware of what's coming out of his bum. Like I say, the first scene, he was sat on the crapper checking out what was coming out to compare it with a picture. But I remember um, when he's, before he's about to get the camera put in, the doctor's like, I'm going to introduce this camera to your bum. He's like, introduce. <laughs> and the the doctor can be here saying, oh, look at that, it's filthy. And you say, and, and it cuts to the screen, and it just needs to wipe because it's dusty. You know are a screen <laughs> just and wipe.
1: Just with? Wiping
0: it, down. Oh, else. anyone shows up a camera up my bum. They're gonna say that, but not because of the screen at all. You know, <laughs> not a chance, not a chance. You took your dad to the to a prostitute. Oh my god. What
1: episode that. is it? <laughs> Where they end up? Um, we like they have the out outside fun day.
0: That is...
1: And they have to transfer them, up, like they change them all timers. Into like a fun out.
0: <laughs> I think that was... it the...
1: still the condom machine still there inside? It is. It is they is... just painted it all
0: pink. I think it might have been the first episode of the second season because if you remember the first, ep- first season at the end, uh, Dem Perry, the rival club owner, sets the club on fire. Yeah. So I think it's like a relaunch, but they have to do it outside till it's all built. And they have. Yeah, and
1: they've, they've got that big inflatable. Oh
0: God, yeah. You can't have
1: kids playing on that bloody length.
0: You, you are. He thinks that's how he's got it. No, no, you put a bit of tarpaulin on it. It's Sammy the Snake. Bear in mind, everyone, it's actually a massive inflatable penis on this bouncy castle.
1: <laughs> Just but... sticks some eyes on it.
0: <laughs> what What about the two balls? No, snakes' eggs. Kids will lap it up. Meanwhile, this kid's at the back turning the inflatable on too high, so that the tarpaulin comes off, and gradually, this uh, massive, massive, <laughs> <laughs> massive torch just blows up. But I think that um, is the first episode. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, Dave
1: Spiky dressed as Jerry the
0: Bear, <laughs> looking like an Ernie, Look, <laughs> yeah,
1: he's
0: covered in red paint, and he 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 stood there with like red tights and a and a brown like fake fur jacket because someone sold all of his clothes on the jumble sale that they were having. <laughs> Say so he looked like a gay Satan.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that when is that when Justin Morehouse has his face painted like a tiger and they end up calling him Shea Khan because it won't come off?
0: Yeah. They hired a dodgy <laughs> jiffy. You can only do tiger faces literally. Everyone gets a tiger face, but it doesn't wash off. So for the rest of the series, he's painting over this face paint to try and make himself look normal. It's
1: like when he went when they did Stars in the Eyes and he were meatloaf.
0: He <laughs> Just did did white paint. White.
1: <laughs> I served him when I was when I worked at Tesco. Oh yeah, I mean, like I called him Shaker.
0: <laughs> Do you remember um, Bob Carolgees doing a talk show? with spit the dog on it? It was a bit like watching like Jerry Springer or uh, oh, Jerry McCar. Yeah. But it was, it was someone came on and said I've got a problem with such and such, and like spit the dog would spit at it, even though it's a, <laughs> even though it's even though it's a puppet. I love it. Like I say, there's random little bits that you just forget about until you go back and watch it. Oh, there's a bit. Like, go on. When,
1: when you go to France, you end up kidnapping them two Chinese blokes and just make a working kitchen.
0: They, they ends up calling them Anton
1: Deck. <laughs> yeah! I that's what they were called. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They were cooking frozen chips in the wok. <laughs> yeah,
1: wok in frozen chips. No, put them in
0: the oven. Oh, it's, it's because that's when they try and rebrand the Phoenix as like sunshine indoors, a, a cerolium food. <laughs> and, uh, Chinese restaurant. Chinese restaurant, the Golden Phoenix. I think it was called in the end. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the two immigrants, Chinese lads, come over and ends up working for them. I love. I tell
1: you what. Go on. Where I live, there's. I've not been for a while, but there's like a club not far from here. It's in Whitefield. And I think it's called like the Savannah or Summer. And it is every inch of it.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> we went, we watched the Joshua Klitschko fight there years ago. And at like 11 o'clock at night, there's still like kids running around and people having takeaways ordered there. And it was like, like a big room full of pool tables and nobody had any teeth and the floor was dead sticking.
3: <laughs> but
1: that's sticking. But that's where the lads wanted to watch the fights so and that's where we watched it. And I would just come out, I was like, feel like I'm on a caravan holiday.
3: Like, <laughs> you
1: know, they're really shit clubs. Yeah. I felt like Avon. I was like, feel like I'm on a caravan holiday. There's not enough dairy world for this.
0: Oh my God. I- <laughs> I'm sad that I didn't go to enough clubs when I was younger. When I was going out, it was always an actual, like like a bar or a trendy yeah. nightclub, not like you work in men's clubs, like, you know, going down to the Legion or something. I, I didn't really do anything like that. And I, I feel like I've missed a key part of growing up as a, as, a, as a young man. I should have gone to a dodgy club, a dodgy Legion, and had questionable... My used to
1: take me to work in men's <laughs> I
0: was like four. Oh, I've missed out, haven't I, clearly. <laughs> oh, I'm devoured. Should...
1: Is it they used to take me to working men's club, sit me in corner
0: with a can of Coke and a packet of knickknacks. Oh, life doesn't get much better, does it? Coke in a bag of knick-knacks, come on. Was it nice and spicy? Of
1: course it
0: was. Course. Don't go for the scampi and lemon. We don't go for that one, do we? No. I don't. Oh, no,
1: thanks. Ooh.
0: No. I mean, would you accept the, uh, was it ribbon, ribbon saucy flavour, is it? Or I'd so-
1: accept ribbon saucy, but the other one, forget about it. Don't oh. even ring me.
0: Don't ring you, <laughs> don't ring me. Note to self, then don't ring you if I get a case of scampion lemon. Yeah, I can keep him. I loved it when Brian went to Blackpool to get some advice and on how to bring him to see Jim Bowen. And I loved the fact that he crossed the tram line and there was a little thing in, me- in memory of Alan Bradley, Rita, Rita, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who of course got bumps off in curry with the tram. It was just. I love that. Just a nice little touch to a uh, to <laughs> curry on it So that's when he got it. And Jim comes out with his dodgy wig. Like you can see, it's a blatant oh, wig. Oh, yeah. It's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life, isn't it? Just that proper dodge. And that's where they come up with the idea that they don't need a brewery. They
1: just need to go
0: to France and buy bottles. <laughs> Balls to brewery. <laughs> yeah, Max that's and Patty go on a, on a beer run, don't they? And they cut. Cull- they said they're not going to stop two priests who are bringing them back altar wine. But
1: he's dressed as priests. <laughs>
0: You're gonna smuggle a load of boots dress, dress as a priest. It's it's bound to work for you. Oh my god. Just like I say, loads of random bits. Like having Jim Bowen in it for a scene was enough of a com- of a comedy value that it was worth keeping in. Who else who else is <laughs> you're gonna go through other than Jim Bowen? He's got that accent. I love it. Have you ever
1: watched the outtakes
0: of that? No, I must admit there's not a lot of the outtakes that I've seen in regards to Phoenix nights, but I, I do need to um I need oh, to watch them. God.
1: Jim Bowen. Can't remember what anybody was supposed to be called.
2: <laughs> He's oh, doing really? his
1: lines and just saying the wrong name, and you can see Peter Kay getting dead mad like if you just got it right. <laughs> I,
0: I um, I loved the fact that Kenny, your uh, your Kenny Senior, Kenny ugly however you want to refer to him. Is always spouting off lies after lies. I know Kenny Douglas spouting off lies after lies after lies. Like he said, he tells these kids that he's got Jackie Chan on the phone trying to get some paint, and he's gonna get he's gonna get Chuck Norris some wood chip. As if you oh, got Chuck no. Norris on the phone. One of
1: my favourites. It <laughs> didn't I over.
0: Guess who were there? Bonnie Langford. We <laughs> he broke her back. <laughs> and he said to him, "Who else was there? No, no, there. Then Robert De Niro." He was in Pathwelly. He was doing a he was doing a movie. Loves Pathwelly.
2: It <laughs> just why is he? Why
0: does he just chat so many bubbles as you say? My God! Is, if
1: if your thing is if you go into a pub, there's always one bloke who is the Kenny Dalbleach junior <laughs> who just chats absolute bubble, and I, I'm, I usually end up sat next to him at end of night. Just wow. <laughs>
0: <shit with> him. <laughs> I I love the fact that the kids are on to like he was doing a bit bit as a lollipop man and as the kids walking across they're like, Yeah, it's his kids. They're like, Do they you know he's a bit he's a bit crazy? Like he's just nuts, but he still goes to Jackie phone.
1: That's
0: what it is, yeah. Yeah. He says to Roy Walker as well, something like, I'll I'll get in touch with uh, Nick Nolte about that movie. Imagine Roy Walker and Nick Nolte in a movie, it just would never work would it. It would never work. Oh my god. When Brian gets all excited about bringing the club back and gets them all back to the burnt remains of the club so we can talk about <laughs> re- rebuilding it. And as he comes out, it's he, he's meant to come out to the uh, the Black Booty theme music, but young Kenny presses the Match of the Day theme tune instead. So he's coming out. Did, 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 did. <laughs> track, track four, dickhead, track four. <laughs> <laughs> love that. It's just cool, I want to do oh. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I just love it so much. It is. It's. Just I don't so good. think I'll ever watch it and not laugh me head off.
0: It's so. Good. I think
1: I, I. must have been. I think I must have been about eleven mm. when it first come out, and it's. At, well, I'm thirty three this year, and I still think it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. It's gotta it. be
0: one of the best British comedies ever, in in my 100%, opinion.
1: Hundred percent.
0: There are a lot of people out there who I'm sure would disagree, but I. Well, well they're never wrong. They're, they're, they're wrong. wrong. Those people are wrong. Entitled
1: <laughs> um, to your wrong opinion.
0: <laughs> do you remember what, because you, you mentioned when they were doing the club and they had their opening event outside and they, they rejigged the portal to be a kids' play area. Can you remember what the name of the actual unit was and what the little feature was inside that he names? It was
1: something to, to do with Harry Potter, was not it?
0: Yeah, well, he he basically changed the uh, the automatic hand dryers to Bra- Brian Potter on the hurricane hand dryers, and there's a picture of him on a on a broom. It's like, oh, it's all it's all the rage. Potter Potter's all the rage now. You know, they love this, but it's his um, it's his big
1: scaffolding with styrofoam. Raft? Yeah,
0: yeah, you're some ones eye out with that. Where where have the balls come from? Off the roof? <laughs> They're all dirty and filthy and everything. But it's it's his um, it's it's Brian Potter's big pink paradise. That's what That's he calls it. it. <laughs> and he's charging the parents three quid, three quid to get in, three quid each. <laughs> and he's counting the kids as going in and rocking up the money. Brian Potter on the hurricane hand dryers. I love that. <laughs> when he, and he sends um, Max and Paddy off to do the beer run. And he's saying, you know, by by my calculations, they should be halfway there by now. And they literally at the first stop. I think it's actually called the first truck stop or the first service station. On the most face actually called the first one, and what does Paddy do? <laughs> Comes back with a jazz mag and a of loads of drinks and stuff. Look at the size of them. And Paddy's like, Air "Max is like, they're not real." So Paddy's like, "And huge knockers." He doesn't care. He doesn't care. But I love the fact that it was called the first service station or something. They've literally set off five minutes ago. They put in, but a, a pit stop straight away when they get to the cash and carry place in France. It's called Le Grand Marché. Which is, it's essentially the big market, isn't it? But they just put La Grande. And I'm and make pretty it...
1: sure they filmed it in Costco. Yeah,
0: it was definitely Costco. <laughs> definitely. And he comes out with that box of Les Cadbury's fingers. Les Cadbury's Fingres. <laughs> it tastes the same. It <laughs> tastes exactly the same. <laughs> and he crashes into the uh, the two Japanese reps. Is it two Japanese reps? No, that's a different episode. It's, it is Anton Deck. He bumps into first, And he says Whoa, la beer, la dickhead. <laughs> like that's what you say your France when you've got beer, le beer. <laughs> it's just you've never everything. been to France yeah, it's that's le... exactly how you'd
1: speak <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: it's,
0: it's, it's le everything it's le everything I mean I, I never did do French that well so I, I can't vouch for that really
3: come and get your black bin bags they're on offer till December come and get your black bin bags They're long and black and slender Heavy duty black bin bags No matter what your gender Heavy duty black bin bags Something to remember Just rip with me, just rip with me And tear with me right now Just rip with me and rip with me And tear with me right now Fill them up now
1: <laughs> One of the other, my other favorite episodes is on, it, yeah, it must be series two. When the, when they do crime watch, but it's crime time, and Brian yes. won't let them, right? Brian won't let him have, have an actor playing him, and he wants to do it himself, and he wants all, all the real cast. And it's like, hello, Brian, it is very busy tonight, isn't oh, it? Yes,
0: yeah, because Spencer's behind the bar. I, <laughs> He gives her the change, and she's like, ooh, this is a lovely, smooth, silky pint. Oh, you've given me far too much shit. He goes, it is the Phoenix Club. (laughs) That's how it happens seven nights a week. you give me far too much. You've never been to a bar and said, oh, you've given me far too much change here. You know what I mean? (laughs) These days, you go in and get two pints. You give the barman a tenner, and you don't get anything back. (laughs) And you're like, hello. It's
1: a tenner. (laughs) How (laughs) Exactly.
0: One pound, twenty-five pints of the one. I
1: know. I'm, I'm sick of paying fruit mills for
0: alcohol now. Well, you know, since we weren't allowed out, we've all lived without pubs, so we can... You know. I know. I can't live without a beer,
1: though, but I can't I tell you I can't wait for that first pint in a the oh. pub.
0: There's just That's something gonna about it. it. It's,
1: it's going to be a bit different, that, innit?
0: <laughs> the first one, I think, won't touch the sides. That'll just provide a coating while you get the proper pint in afterwards.
1: Yeah, I'll be on for half eight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i know what time did you go out half seven <laughs> i've been out an hour oh my god i i, I mistakenly mentioned P, uh, the japanese couple when i didn't come on until further on it was later on after the episode when they were trying to sell off the charred remains from the club when they were literally just setting fire to anything and saying it was a charred remain from the club oh, to make oh, yeah.
1: you're burning stuff in yeah Camp Park, aren't they? <laughs>
0: so you're just cashing it. no we're not cashing in love it's therapeutic this it's good and literally they're at the back with the barbecue and setting fire to ashtrays and stuff to make it look yeah. like it's all legitimate but I think it is yeah it's it's Jerry and and Brian and they're in like a you know like a Costco or Macro whatever it is and they bump into a Japanese uh, fella and woman and they're launching kamikaze lager in the UK and oh and yeah he, he, he sorts out the quiz night so that he could win this kamikaze lager to sell in the club, not knowing that it's completely non-alcoholic, and they don't know. They just want to win it, so they've got an endless supply of this Japanese lager, and it brings Rayvon in to do his quiz, dressed as Rayvon Chung with his dodgy moustache, and he he comes out to turn in Japanese. And he says, "Oh, that like, we need to bring a tear to so my japs eye."
2: <laughs> just wipes his wipes his face. And he can't do that. <laughs> Honestly.
1: The thing is, though, right, it's still it's dead funny, but could they make it now?
0: No, you could not say that now. I know I've just done it. You,
1: could, you couldn't say, well, you can say what you want, it's your podcast. <laughs> but, like, as being, like, on telly and putting stuff like that on telly... No, you couldn't. Not, like, you, could, you, couldn't, you couldn't kidnap two Chinese men and make them work in your kitchen and call
0: no. them no. No, out could a not on
1: the TV show anymore... No, chat.
0: Definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a simpler time back then. Comedy came much easier without having to be offended by a lot of things. Yeah. Someone was saying on it, I don't know what episode it referred to, but there was a mention of um, someone was snorting Cecil and he goes, you mean Charlie? He goes, I don't know who he is. It's probably...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he hasn't got a clue. I think it was the... Um, it might have been the Quiz Night episodes where, uh, yeah, because I think I clashed with jerry's um free and easy night yeah
1: jerry's free and easy night <laughs>
0: now i i made a list of this he was selling his singles his, his album sorry uh jerry's young at heart cd and i made a notice of some of the tracks that he covers on it <laughs> this is genius this <laughs> track one sex bomb track two she bangs she bangs track three drugs don't work <laughs> <laughs> that, what while he's popping pills then he does gangster's paradise Then he covers Martika's Kitchen. I don't know why. Then he does Livium. Isn't that a... a, It might be a Nirvana track, possibly. I'm not sure.
1: I think
0: so. Then then he does, like, a Prince medley of, like, the bat dance and Get Off. He does a medley. Then he does... This is the best one. He does Rock Me Amadeus in German. (laughs) I don't... Then he finishes with... Oh, God. He finishes with Belfast Child and Brimful of Asher. That's when he's, like, smacked <laughs> up of his face. He's like, a bring full of fashion. And he just goes mental. He goes mental. <laughs> Why is he singing Rock Me Amadeus in German? I don't get
2: it. You just wouldn't expect
0: it, would
1: you? Oh, good Lord.
0: The quiz in, in general was so good. Like, it was rigged because the Phoenix wanted to win, so they, they got their team set up. But they, unbeknownst to them, had backed an actual quizzing team to win so that they could still win regardless of the Phoenix being shocking. Because it was, <laughs> yeah. it was Spencer and... Both Kennys. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the fact that when Brian comes up to check if they're ready, he, he rolls up his sleeve, young Kenny, and he's got all these words on his arms, words like, yes, which could be an answer to a question. The Beatles, <laughs> England 4, Germany 2, because <laughs> that's going to be an answer to a question. And he says, what are all these? He goes, answers. He goes, yeah, but you don't know the questions, do you? He goes, no, but you never know. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I love it. One of the questions was, um Oh yeah, I, I suffer from pyrophobia. But what am I afraid of? And he cuts to Max and Patty and he goes, Ooh, pirates.
3: Pirates. <laughs> 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 oh my god,
2: pyrophobia. Oh man. Oh, it is a
1: fear of fire,
0: is it? It is a fear of fire. But I <laughs>
1: it's like I hope. Yeah, it is the fear out. of fire.
0: <laughs> but, like the Phoenix team don't know, so like you see, Kenny sneaking off to the um the the uh, to use the phone, and he's phoning his mum, and he's like, "Hello, mum, it's it's me, Kenny." No, I know I haven't spoke to you for ages. I know. Oh, look, oh don't cry. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, listen. What's pyrophobia—the fear of? <laughs> You've not spoke to him for years. And you want to answer the quiz question? Oh, <laughs> uh, because I think he threw something. like, Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed the funeral. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's paraphobia the fear of then he does um, he cuts to a sports question he goes um, my ball this is Rayvon my balls are black and blue I just hit them with a mallet what game am I playing he cuts to Max and Paddy he just hit his balls with a mallet that's what he said he just hit his balls with a mallet the, obviously the answer to that one is obviously yeah, uh, crochet <laughs> no <Bro>. cro- croquet <laughs> little joke there But <laughs> um, <laughs> then and this is my favourite question in the quiz Rayvon says name the Magnificent Seven so it cuts against a Max and Paddy who's fully into this, he knows he's like, okay, here we go Coburn, Yul Brynner, McQueen, Bronson cuts to Spencer, Sneezy Dopey <laughs> Bashful <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shit him <laughs> Where we well, are, yeah, technically they are the Magnificent Seven, but we are, you know, clearly confused there. <laughs> and of course, the music rounds when he says, I want the name of the song, not the artist. First song that comes on, it's a kind of magic. He goes, Oh, no, no, start again, start again, start again. Then Younger heart comes on, No! <laughs> <laughs> and then they start playing Berlin's Take My Breath Away. And before the Take My Breath Away kicks in, he turns the music off and you are hear Max going, walking on the walking
3: moon, on the moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just brilliant it's i mean again it's each little scene you say there's either something visually that makes you crack your crack your head open laughing or something that takes you back to a, a memory from back in the day when you go out clubbing or pubbing it or wherever you might be but it's it's,
1: it's <laughs> that stuff like with, with the walking on the moon though yeah that's like that's something that if if anybody in my family is that song we've it's walking on the moon. We don't sing the proper words no more. Just that's
0: walking the, on the moon. That's that's the impact it's had on our lives, that we're yeah. quoting it. The same, the same
1: it. as uh, listening to like other, like other songs that Peter has done, like like piss takes off, like, just let me staple the vicar. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> pork pie. Pork pie <laughs> so in that song.
1: That's another one. Ash will be like, singing it, and I just go, pork pie. <laughs> <laughs> so, you <know. laughs>
0: The thing is, though, in that song, which is um, Drive by the Cars, the actual lyric, he's saying something like, oh, no. And that doesn't sound like pork pie, but it sounds like pork pie that he's saying.
1: Yeah. It's
0: confusing. <laughs> he's got Celine peddling hot dogs. Michael Jackson's doing um, <laughs> other bits of food. They've got, they got a store. They got a rat. He's on his patch. <laughs> she oh, believes. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. With the quiz. Just going back to it, I I made a notes of um the, the three winners. <laughs> the, the, the team that came in third on the quiz was <laughs> This was brilliant. It was it Lord was, Love Rocket, it's Monkey Make Max. Max. Yeah, he's like <laughs>
2: you <"Monkey> Make Max <laughs> just brilliant.
0: Then Top Banana, Banana Groves team and then the Gypsy Kings, of course, they were it was Ray Von's team, so it was clearly an inside job. <laughs> yeah, it's Lord Mon-
1: Love Rocket Oh, one one Max. Max.
0: I bloody love that <laughs> I love that oh god do you remember Paddy being um, a stripper on that ladies night and, and he yeah. comes out to ready to rumble <laughs> <Ant> and Deck <laughs> with his little cup piece on oh god <laughs> <And they> go- <laughs> there, was, there was a bit in it when they were getting their Chinese food because Ant and Deck are cooking in the back and they get fortune cookies <laughs> the open one it says "best flaps in it <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest fortune ever Best flaps oh man <laughs> it sounds like something I'd
1: probably get from a change I would I would love to laps. do
0: that I'd love to make a dodgy um, sweary fortune and put it into a fortune cookie and open it <laughs> give it to your mouth
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not our babs. <laughs>
0: oh, I think she see the funny side of it. I think she see the funny side of it. <laughs> the series obviously did their own version of Stars in Your Eyes. I think what, talent talent trek talent trek was it? Yeah,
1: talent trek it was, and then Perry cancelled it. Yeah, yeah. He pretended to be Jerry, didn't
0: he? Yeah, that's right. And then you got is it
1: Only Mary did Lulu?
0: She did do. Yes, yeah, she did Lulu. We've had uh, Rayvon as adamant doing Prince Charming. With a little bit Prince of tape Charming. tape over his nose. A little bit of white tape. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's> right,
0: <laughs> Spencer came on as got it glittered off the list. <laughs> do, you, when he goes, do you want to go do you wanna be in my gang and there's just silence? <laughs> <And> then he <laughs> falls off the stage and they all just go all cheer when he when he falls off. I love that.
1: You can't stand up in them shoes though,
0: can he? Heels were huge. Massive shoulder pads as well. Jerry did a turn though. He did a stint as Eminem with a with a Jason yeah. mascot.
1: <laughs> Forgot about that one.
0: And he kept saying, "Will the real okay. Slim please stand up?" And then all these biddies just kept standing up because they they just follow him what he says. He comes back <laughs> later as George Michael, so they were double act with um, with Brian for this. Won't let your son go down <laughs> on me.
1: Really.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Delton John, and he comes out in the chair with those oversized sunglasses you get in Blackpool. It's <laughs> just proper bad luck. <laughs> yep.
1: is, it, uh, is it Kenny
0: uh, does, or well, young Kenny
1: does,
0: uh, meatloaf, he does. but he comes on in his moped, yeah. he? <laughs> and he's more pets got the lyrics that, out of he's got the lyrics on the back of a handkerchief because he can't remember. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> better the <to> hell. <laughs> <laughs> the one that gets me you was know, when Kenny Senior comes on as Britney Spears in a schoolgirl outfit, and the the outfit wasn't in the box of costumes. He just yeah. happened to have it there. It, it was quite scary. Like he starts waving his bum, and as he turns around, they're like K and L. Didn't know it was it. That wasn't in
1: the box. <laughs> no,
0: where's it come from? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. And that's sure you could literally break it down episode by episode and have a devoted specific episode chat. But (laughs) no matter which episode you watch, it's going to crack you up. If you can if you can appreciate British comedy slapstick, you know, visual gags, (laughs) subtle gags to like stuff that takes you back to your childhood and other things. You know, it's it's going to appeal to everyone old and young. And it still does. Like you said, we've been watching it for years and it's still funny and yeah, it couldn't get made now and be the same show because you couldn't get away with a lot of things that they got away with back on the day. I dare say if they tried to do one of those remakes that everyone seems to do these days, it would never be as good. It would never you be can't. as good. You
1: can't touch perfection, can
0: you? I suppose not. I loved it when he
1: tries, we'll kill
0: him. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that on the podcast. I don't want to be around killing people. Maybe mentally, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I loved um just very quickly, just going back to that episode where they do the crime time episode to reenact the fire, and they bring Jerry in, and uh, Not Jerry, sorry, um, Den, Den Perry in. Den
1: Perry and he and goes absolutely mad, doesn't
0: he? He does because he's got his own trailer and everything. But they say and action, he did it. He bent the club down. It was it You <laughs> can't. <laughs> you can't just you know publicly accuse someone on camera. But he did it. He bent the club down, and they're all like. Pointing at all the posters for the Phoenix to promote it, even though it's like a crime reenactment. We've got to sell the club, sell, sell, sell the club. Yeah. <laughs> like pointing at the signs. He got that
1: thing outside every time somebody tries to It's the Phoenix Club.
0: <laughs> Pull off into paradise. It's like, hello. They put that uh, speed bump in and don't tell Jerry, and he slams on the brakes and flashes his nose open. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. Do you remember, I know you remember this because it's, it's some key parts of the show, but when they all leave the first series and go and live their lives elsewhere and it shows what they're all up to, I think Les is working on one of those butcher's stores where they throw loads of stuff into the bag for nothing.
1: Five-pound, five-pound meatbags.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll chuck in a pig for the dog. It's a bit of a delicacy, you know. <laughs> and you you get to uh, Jerry, who's one of those happy greeters in Tasda. Which you don't get nowadays. Back in the day you'd have someone at the door with a microphone greeting you and telling you about the office that are on and promoting certain products and I think you know where I'm going with this, but the two best products that he had to advertise. We've we've gotta be talking about black bin bags and corned beef, haven't we? <laughs> Come on. I mean if you if you wanna oh, get I'm those just... products then you've gotta to listen to the adverts that'll be playing throughout the show. <laughs> because yeah he is amazing at selling and he made me want to go out and buy black bin bags and corned beef and well, I don't I, even I, like corned beef
1: I don't like corned beef but and I have been singing the bin bag song all day today
0: <laughs> and the same with the corned beef song and when you hear it guys you'll understand how catchy it really is and how clever it is as well <laughs>
1: Again, it's another
0: one of those whenever we watch it. Ash will be just absentmindedly wandering around the house singing the corned beef song, and I'm like, <laughs> you need to stop now. <laughs> do you know what I like about it is that it gives you the way to, to eat the food. You know, it's good with chips and with salads. <laughs> you know, it's, even Buckingham Palace eats. Hey, why don't you try corned beef hash? You know what I mean? It's great. I never I never would have thought of what to do with corned beef, but thanks to Phoenix Knights, I now do. I now know to buy okay. my beer from... You can know, have with anything, Yeah. The Queen can have it, we can have it. You know, I can I can get me, me chocolate from La Grand Marche, because they sell like Cadbury's Fingres there. I can get le beer, le dickhead. I can get all I'm that. I'm not
1: entirely convinced that the Queen
0: eats corned beef, though, I'll be completely honest with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably a little bit below what she's normally used to eating.
1: I reckon she's more of a spam lady.
0: <laughs> oh, controversial. I, I'll be honest, I've never actually eaten a bit of any spam. But...
1: I've I tried it yeah. once and I wanted to chop my own tongue off
0: afterwards. Wow, it was that bad.
1: Ash loves it. Uh, it's just, it's got a really weird te- everything about It's just not
0: okay. Like I see um like spam frizzes and stuff getting advertised everywhere, and I think oh that 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 could be nice, you know, a bit of a bit of spam or something, crisped up and fries and stuff. Maybe add something with it, but no. At the end of the day, it's like. It's like having a Frey Bentos, I suppose, isn't it? Oh, don't touch the nerves of the free I can't believe you
1: brought it up. I can't believe you've brought it
0: up. Oops. It might have just slipped up by mistake. I'm sorry. As the actress oh. said to the bishop. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <Ooh>. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now we've started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've even touched the depths of what this show means to us in no, its I entirety. Just, I just love it. It's so funny. It's so... Easy to watch and always makes me laugh. I don't think, like you say, there'll be a time that I watch it where I won't laugh or I won't find something funny because it's certainly an iconic show and it's been a major part of my upbringing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I See, it like, start. Go on, sorry.
1: It's it's ju- it's just one of them. Like I remember watching it like as a uh, wool, like I, I must have been, I say about eleven, and like laughing my head off then. But as you get older and your sense of humour develops, and you start to understand the world a little bit more, like there's just every time you watch it, there's just you, there's something else that makes you laugh, and it will continue to make you laugh. Like that's the, that, just the silliness of of that, that bit in the toilets with uh, Jerry, and that way he's like it's just silence apart from his actions, and then. Yeah, in pissed that makes me howl <laughs> every single time. I don't know what he's saying, but it's bloody funny because you think, "What
0: was he
1: talking about?" To get to the end of the sentence, and that be the end of the sentence. You'll Bye.
0: never know. You'll he never know.
1: Oh, I just love it. Really makes me happy.
0: When the um, the bouncy castle with the massive penis blows up. And they're all getting treated for, for, um, for rubber bands. And he goes, I've, been, rubber I've, got, burns, I've got rubber yeah. bands. And he goes, Isn't that that poet from Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Scottish poet, isn't it? <laughs> 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 There's still plenty to make us laugh here. It still sounds fresh. And it's like 20 odd years old. Yeah. So it's so good. But it's
1: one of them. Like, if, we've got, if we can't f- settle on something to watch, we put Phoenix Knights on. And there's not I don't think there's going to ever be a moment where one, one, one will last the other and the other will
0: now. It's always, yeah, stick it on. Do you know, there's been one thing that we haven't mentioned at all during this whole chat, and it's one of the most important questions that has been in either of the series, which to me, or well, not to me, but to my knowledge has never been answered. And I'll pitch it to you because it's the same question that Paddy has pitched to Max and it's simply this. What about Tommy Dick Fingers? <laughs> he was in a wheelie bin with snooker balls for eyes.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was the same episode with the baking days. <laughs> because he was supposed to kill that bloke, it. About Tommy Dick Fingers.
0: <laughs> it's the emphasis on the fact that he puts his hands out. like He's got fingers that look like actual you know what I mean? You don't get a name like that for no reason, but he never, he never finds out what happened to him. And I think that's something they need to, they need to look back on and think, yeah, we should probably come back and tell her what happened to him. Oh my God, <laughs> my God, what a show! Like I say, based on that Peter Kay thing, his initial series he did back in the day, which had a club episode, an episode about an ice cream man, and an episode about a postman and so on, which I love. The ice cream man cometh episode is one of my faves. He just loses his rag over that woman <laughs> with the um. The ice cream because it's all melted and he just throws it over it. Sends, it. sends the young lad out to get flakes to do his 19 and he comes back with crunchies. I can't make 19 with with crunchies. You can't swear in front of the kids, mate. And he just throws the ice cream all over it and just goes crazy. But the club episodes, yeah. Me.
1: That'd be
0: what I'd be like if I were an ice cream man. I would. You know, he, he puts the, the strawberry sauces on a chain. It's like, is that bad where he's gone to? Me, he's got to put a chain on the <laughs> strawberry sauce, you know.
2: <laughs> My father was a great ice cream man. I'm good, but he was great, you know. He knew all of tradition, he'd be out all weathers. Rain, hail, snow. Blow, it never bothered him. Everybody loved him, but he sad when he died. What do you think made him so special? Not well, for the kick-off, he, he actually liked kids. Do you die? No. No. They make this job a misery, kids. Being of my life. You know what they used to do to my Dad? You know what they used to do to him? They used to slap the back of his ice cream van, right, and then lay down in the road. right? He'd break thinking he'd hit them. They'd be lying there pretending to be in agony. He'd be handing them free mini-milk through the serving hatch. They did that to him for years and fell for it every time. Harry's, lo- Harry's problem, lovely man, soft as shite. They won't do that to me though. I have a bang on the back of the van and I see him lying in the street. I tell you something, they better get the power back in the legs before I reverse or it'll be bye-bye Sunday football, bastards.
1: I will say I've got an unpopular opinion. I'm going to throw out here. Go on. And Ash don't Ash is dead mad at me whenever I say this. Go on. I don't think they should have done Max and Paddy spin off.
0: You see, I can I can sort of agree. Now, while I do appreciate that the characters are are still funny, and the situations they get into are you know they're like slapstick, it's comical, but I don't think it was necessary. Having said that, the ending of season two, it was them two rising off into the sunset to go into hiding. Yeah. So I guess it was kind of people wanted to see what kind of adventures they went on. But Yeah, I just I know? just
1: didn't find it like Ashley's, Oh, do you wanna watch that after you've watched watch Phoenix? I'm, no. I know, I'm, I'm good for it. Mm. Like, there's a couple of bits like when they're in prison. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you've got to come, we
0: haven't had poop for five days.
1: So you play with feathers, so
0: you're gonna get your ass tickled. When, when Brian brings the cake, is there something in the cake? He goes, "Yeah, sponge and a bit of jam." <laughs> so he was thinking there was a file in the cake, so he needs to get out. And oh. then, like, where was it? And they
1: rob that shopping centre. Oh and god, the yeah. The tellis the Yeah,
0: yeah. The plasma. Like, that's
1: funny, but I just. I've been quite happy with them riding off into the distance and never finding out what they did.
0: I suppose but, it's like a lot of TV shows where they don't actually give you the final season. They just kind of let your mind do its own thing and you just come yeah. up with your own ending. So, yeah, they ride off and just lay low and go and live their lives as the Phoenix too. And
1: eventually, in my head, eventually they come back and, and uh, work at
0: the Phoenix because the Phoenix never dies. The Phoenix never dies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they much... Much needed, much wanted, three never happened and sadly never will. But mentally, they're all still there, you know, Spencer's still yeah. behind the bar and only Mary's yeah. still got love eggs up her, so it's, you know, oh, God. <laughs> oh, this will make you laugh. You know,
1: I've told you, like, my ash gets, like, stuff wrong quite a lot, like phrases and
0: whatnot. Okay, yeah.
1: Do you watch Gogglebox?
0: I do watch Gogglebox, yeah.
1: Did you watch it? Not last week week before, when they showed that F1 documentary.
0: Um, possibly. I might need my mind refreshing, though.
1: Well, there's, there's a bit about the F1 documentary where that guy had that real bad crash and his oh, car yeah. burst into flames. Yeah, yeah. And and then they, like you just see him walking away. Yes. Well, we was at Ash's nan and granddad's. We went for a curry. They're in our bubble before anybody starts. They're in our bubble. <laughs>
2: uh, <we>
1: just- <laughs> We were sat watching that, and ashes and dangers. <laughs> I thought you just were just saying that. It just reminded me. She just went, "Oh, it's like a phoenix, like a sphinx rising from the ashes." I was like, oh, "Sandra, do you mean phoenix?" <laughs> and then next sentence, <laughs> the next sentence that come out of ashes' mouth was, "Hey, what he's wearing must have been mega flammable." <laughs> <laughs> He's not burnt.
0: Oh my god!
1: Go. <laughs>
0: <No>. Because <laughs> flammable means it doesn't catch on fire. Yeah.
1: What am I marrying into? <laughs> oh bless!
0: What a what a challenge! But yeah, comical life you're about to lead. <laughs> it's
1: like a sphinx rising from the
0: ashes. Oh my god! That's gonna be that's gonna be hashtags and trending before you know it. <laughs> Love it! I love. It. Oh, that's brilliant, Sandra,
1: Dad. you mean Phoenix?
0: Yes, it's the Sphinx Club. Yeah, doesn't really. Work.
1: It's the Sphinx Club.
0: <laughs> Sounds too close to Sphinx, so no, maybe not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we could literally chat forever about Phoenix Club, Phoenix Knights, the characters, what they mean to us, which is a great deal. Got a we'll
1: special be... place in my heart.
0: Yeah, fun memories of watching it from back in the day, and. Like i've been catching up on it these last few weeks and it's been a pleasure to rediscover it like i said it's it's still fresh to me the comedy because it still makes me laugh even though it's stuff yeah. you're expecting you know when you're going to see a certain scene you expect it and yet you know you're going to laugh at it anyway and that's yeah. what peter and the guys brought just an amazing set of characters and situations and it really does make me laugh and anyone who's not seen it i do strongly advise that you find it wherever you can i know you can't get it on the likes of Four O D anymore and it's very hard to come by in terms of buying it because it's become something of a collector's item. Yeah. But if you can get it, get it watched, and.
1: I think we watched it on Prime last time we watched.
0: It. Oh, you did. I, I think oh, it might
1: have been illegally downloaded. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, legally downloaded. Yes, yes, yes.
1: <coughs> legally, yes. Yes, sorry. yes.
0: Sorry. But whatever means you guys are intending on watching it, please do so. I can't voucher it enough phoenix Nights is an essential british comedy that i love to death and will always will i would love to know if you've yet to see it or if you have seen it recently what do you think of it has it rekindled your love for british comedy do you still consider it an essential watch i know i do it's got to be up there in top five maybe maybe even top three british comedies with phil's and arses oh god without without a question phil's and arses is right up there in fact the the back-to-back they're that good. Yeah. They're both staples of British, you know, as as British as having a traditional English roast or tea and skins. Yeah. You know. They're like, they're like the same end of the spectrum, but ones, yes.
1: southerners yeah. and one's for us northerners.
0: Yeah, it kind of breaks the divide, doesn't it, yeah? You've got that, yeah. we've got that. Can we borrow your only fuels and we'll lend you Phoenix? You know, it's, it's a nice trade-off. It's a nice trade-off. Yeah. But, yeah, get it watched. Let, let me know what you think, As as always. There's the social media outlets, which is all at Davy tenmins. It's all been simplified now. I'm not all over the place with different hashtags and different names, just all at Davy You want to send me a your voice note? Sorry, yourself notes? out, finally. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, it was, at one point, it was like, you can get me on Twitter on this, you can get me on Facebook on that, and get me on you know something else on that. Simplify it, because I'm a simple guy. So all under one hashtag, Davy tenmins. And all the links are on there for social media, voice notes, so your, your WhatsApp contact, your signal contact, and of course through Anchor. Send me your voice notes over. We'll get you on another episode. We'll play you on a soundbite and get your opinions across. Please get in touch. us. Let me know what you think of Phoenix Knight or Peter K in general, various other comedies he's been involved with, and watch them. Let me know what you think. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> was that to do with Cod, was it?
1: Yeah, he's. I think he's just lost. or so Oh, that. bugger. Um,
0: Something. I've fl- lost my chain of thought Yeah, So I've done my social media, my media. This is going to be a hell of an edit when I cut this out. Oh, uh, ooh,
1: ooh,
0: ooh. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: <laughs> that were... Uh... <laughs> it was the
0: chair. Ah, it was the chair, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's been great having you on. I know this was at a... A bit, a bit of a strange one because I'm so used to having you on with twos but it's nice to get you on as a guest on in your own rights because it's been a while, it's been lovely getting you on and I hope you've enjoyed being on the podcast today. Oh, I have, yeah. I loved it.
1: But, and I, I feel like I am missing the other half.
0: Yeah, it's like Ant and Dec, you know. I
1: mean.
0: which, one yes. you, which one are you Ant or Dec? Mm, in the double acts, I don't know. I'd
1: rather be deck.
0: Would you? You like a better deck in your life, do you?
1: Yeah, I think
0: he's he's the more pleasing than the eye of the two. because <laughs> if I get first dibs, <laughs> <laughs> I get first dibs. <laughs> but yeah, it's always a pleasure getting getting guests, and on, especially ones that have, have been on the show previously. Once I have now an established fan base, as you have, by the way. But yeah, I'm looking forward to future episodes. Hopefully, we will get you on soon, and hopefully, with your counterpart, the the ant of the piece, aka El Susie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, ca- and catch up on things, yeah. The anti off- deck yes. The
1: octopus on my
0: face—that's how yeah. we refer to each um, other. Sure, sure. Why not? Let's let's have stuck
1: some to each, stuck to each other like an octopus on
0: your face. Oh, uh, with you—that's a lovely, <laughs> lovely, uh, lovely reference. But yeah, I am looking forward to getting you on again. Obviously, it goes without saying—it's an absolute pleasure, and I'm so grateful for your time for chatting. I know you're a oh, busy. Thanks but, know, for having me. You're more than welcome anytime. But um, I and I'm will. am dead chuffed
1: that I've got like fans and.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's about to go through the roof when they hear this. I'm telling you. But I, uh, like I said, always pleased to have you on, and thanks for joining me. And we will definitely catch up soon. But, um, but for now, but for now, it's bye bye, and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Take it easy, everyone.